Hello and welcome to Witchy Woman Podcast. I am your host, Danae Sweet, and this is episode 43. Today, I will be talking about pagan families, and I had the amazing time um, interviewing a pagan uh, pair of parents. Wow, pair of parents. Sounded weird, but anyway, I had I got to interview them, and they were fantastic. They shared with me how they integrate or don't integrate some of the things about their beliefs and their um, their faith into how they raise their children, and then to holidays and day to day day to day living. I thought it was a really fancy fascinating topic, and that I thought maybe some of you um, might be able to relate with what they're going through. Um, so I want to thank this family so very much who will run, remain anonymous. Um, I want to thank them so much for being on the podcast and being brave and sharing their experience with everybody else. I also, um, after the interview, I'm going to have a really short activity that you can do with your family, whether they're little or big. I thought it'd be fun for the rest of this month to put little fall gratitude activities in this podcast. So a kind of like a spell ritual-ish kind of activity that you can do together. Also, I have some freaking amazing news for the Patreon supporter group. Uh, everybody in the WW Coven has to look forward to a brand new sponsor team. So if you're at there's three tiers, and each tier gets a different benefit, and it kind of compounds as you go up. So the top tier gets a quarterly gift from me, and I am out of time and having a hard time getting those out. So I got sponsors to send you gifts from their businesses. So we have Rena Dwelly from Holistic Healing Therapeutics. She is joining us in January, so you can look her up. I will be having all of her information everybody's all the sponsors information will be in the show notes on the website and on Facebook so you can check them out so Rena will be joining us in January and she is an amazing magical creator so I'm excited to see what she has to offer you guys the other two is is Crystal Gade of Earth Mama Creations she's actually kind of local to me so that's cool she makes um, jewelry and all kinds of witchy goodness and I will post her information in the notes and we also have Shelly Leggett of Lavender Potions and she is a psychic medium. So they all three will be joining as a team of sponsors to be offering the top tier and the middle tier is going to be getting card pulls and gifts from this sponsor team. So if you want to check that out, if you want to become a sponsor of the show, and if you do that, you can join our WW Coven. You go to patreon.com slash witchywomanpodcast. And I will make sure that I have that in the show notes so that you can click on that and check out all of the new stuff I have going on in that group. Um, just for an example, today we did some videos. I did some videos and showed two spells um, that we can do tonight on the full moon. I also wanted to extend a huge thank you to everybody who bought stuff from me or at least joined the sale on the Facebook group that I was selling in Friday and Saturday. I really appreciate it. Um, seriously, thank you, thank you so much. Like, I made enough purchases to actually pay some bills this month. So, <laughs> woohoo! <laughs> and thank you so much, seriously. Um, if anybody wants to know where that was, I'll put that in the show notes because I do have a 
sale on December 1st, which I'm calling Cyber Sunday. <laughs> I know that's cheesy. But anyway, I'll be selling my witchy wares on December 1st in the Facebook group Witchy... No. In the Facebook group Wild Woman Witchery Sales. Um, I'll put that in the little thing too. You can join that group. They have some awesome stuff and I will be selling on December 1st. Um, okay, so that was my totally shameful self-promotion, which I hate. Like, my entire body just goes, bleh, bleh, why? But I know I need to do it because bills. Um, anyway, so I'm going to stop babbling so that you guys can listen to this interview. Thank you so much again for the couple that sat down and talked with me. Okay, so can you introduce you and your wife both to everybody on the podcast? Yes, I am my wife perfect well how are you both doing today it is such a windy day here it is here too yeah uh, yay nebraska <laughs> right oh okay so i have you guys on the podcast today because you are not too far from me you're only i don't know an hour and a half from me and you have a family and practice a completely different path than the norm here, which is, you know, normally is Christianity around here. And I wanted to get a family perspective of practicing um, a different path and having children and integrating them into that. So that is why I have you guys on today. Awesome. So I wanted to kind of just see, first of all, tell everybody what you guys, what is your spiritual path? So like for me, I'm technically, I guess you could, I'm a neo-pagan, pagan witch (laughs) is what you would kind of call me. Yeah, pagan witch. Um, I I follow more of the green kitchen witchery path. Okay. Um, I'd say I, I'm, I'm kind of floating around trying to figure it out. I know I'm a pagan witch, mm-hmm. but I'm kind of eclectic and... Okay. I'm trying to out where I fit in. Right, and that's cool. I think, technically, I think... I don't know if you want, I hate labels. I hate labels, but I think if you put a label on me, yep. I'm eclectic witch was probably the most accurate label you could think of. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, you guys have children. How many kids do you guys have? Two boys. What are their ages? Nine and eleven. Oh my gosh. Is your house just constant, like, chaos? Yes. <laughs> I always said, like, I'm a, I am have one child. I have a 17-year-old girl. And I cannot, I, I see boy moms and go, how do you do it? Like, I'm squeamish, so when I see, like, a toddler eating their boogers, I'm like, you know, and like my, my mother-in-law had only boys and she's like, I don't, and I don't see anything wrong with that. <laughs> like, ah. Yeah, that's norm. And I grew up with, my two sisters were a lot older than me, so I was in between two boys, so I wouldn't know what to do with the daughter. Oh, uh, I, yeah. And that's what, like my mother-in-law, she's like, I don't know what I would have done with a girl. Like, she's she's very equipped to having boys. I think it definitely works out how it's supposed to work out. (laughs) Okay, so do you guys, so you being a practicing pagan family, do you integrate your children into your practice? Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. That is so cool. So how does that work? So say it's a full moon and you guys want to do something. How does that work for you as a family? Um... Well, for one, both of our boys, um, especially our oldest, they have uh, 
crystal collecting, I don't know, obsession. Yeah, and that's okay. Kind of like us. Kind of like us. Yep, same. And uh, so, you know, that's a big thing for them. And uh, taking all of their crystals off of, you know, from their room and setting them out so they can charge and Mm -hmm. cleansing them, um, that became kind of a a big thing. Um, That is so cool. And, you know... Intention in, in, you know, in our, in my practice anyway, is everything, you know, and when we're doing a house cleansing or uh, something along that lines at our house anyway, um, putting up barriers or something like that, um, and they want to help with it, I think that's excellent because their, their intention is pure. Right. And, um, you know, if, if they cleanse their room to keep nightmares away, it's going to happen because their intention is so, so pure and they're so concentrated on that one thing. That is so cool. That's very empowering for, I mean, to give children the, you know, like hand over the reins basically saying, okay, you don't want nightmares or, you know, that kind of stuff in your life, then here are the tools to get rid of it. That's pretty cool that you're able to give that to your boys. Yeah. You know, and we kind of feel it out. It's not like we're just going to throw them out there and say, there you go. Right. (laughs) That is so cool. If there's, if there's something that needs dealt with by us, we'll, we'll, we'll step in. Oh, absolutely. That is so freaking cool. So as, as like a pagan couple, um, how do you, how do you, how do I want to say this? How do you involve them in your practice? So, um, are you, so say, so for me and my family, I am the only, uh, witch or pagan in the family. My, my husband kind of is a, he's feeling it out. <laughs> um, and my daughter, um, she does her, she kind of marches to her own drum. She believes in some kind of version, I guess, of Christian Christianity, but, but not total. I don't know how to explain it, but more agnostic, we'll just call it that. Um, so when I do my rituals, it's usually by myself. And I've always thought it'd be really cool to have my family involved. But for me, it's a fine line between going, okay, I want you to, to do something you don't believe in because you want me to, I want you to do it with me. <laughs> so I never ask. So how cool is it? Like, I'm seeing your family as like this cool, like witchy family. And it just fascinates me. Do they, do you involve them in deity worship or nature or how does that work? Um, most of what, what I practice is, uh, nature, Uh nature worship, um, how I was raised, um, becoming pagan, uh, we didn't have a label for it back then, so we didn't call it that, but, you know, um, anyway, involving them, we have a big family altar that that's so cool any one of us can go to at any time but we all have our own little sacred space as well right um and we all thought you know uh, carrie and i thought that was necessary you know yes Mm -hmm. we can have an altar that we all can go to and work at but we still need need our own area um Mm -hmm. depending on what what you're working 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 on right so that is so cool. So, um, how does that affect? So, I am in a very small community, and I'm outward, 
I'm out of the broom closet, as they say. So how does that, how is it in, in your town as far as um, the community reacting to you or your kids? Like your kids in school, do the kids, do their friends know that they are little baby witches? Um, yeah, but I don't know if they, I'm not sure exactly what all their friends know. <laughs> um, yeah. I guess that would be a good, good thing to find out. Right, but, uh, right. You know, uh, I know, I know some of the teachers uh-huh. are aware. Um, as far as the community where we live, because the boys are best to school two miles away. Um, mm-hmm. We always joke about our census. It's 99 people and a couple animals. You know? <laughs> so we don't have a school in our town. So they're, they're right. just a couple miles away. But, okay. Uh, the town we live in is very focused around the church. Um, mm-hmm. And considering that uh, in my younger days, I went to church there and, uh, mm-hmm. you know, just tried it out. Um, the neighbors... Once we started um, coming out of the broom closet, they got a little standoffish. <laughs> they, uh, <laughs> they're not as open to walk up to us and talk to us now, that's for sure. Right. But I, don't, I don't know if that would be a bad thing. I say, that's not always bad. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. So... Um, I know like in my, because of me, my, my daughter gets bullied every once in a while because of what I believe and, and because I live out, out of the broom closet. So do your kids, like for me, it's Yule, it's not Christmas. Um, that sort of thing. Do your boys know the difference or do they celebrate Yule as opposed to Christmas? Like how does that work for, for you guys? In, in our family, um... You know, outside of our house, we're the only only pagans. Right. So we kind of combined. We, yeah, That's we, cool. we combined, and you know, we could be doing you know uh, burning of the Yule log and, and something like that. And my family that doesn't practice paganism they, or, or witchcraft, they have no idea <laughs> really what's going on. Right. It's just part of the Christmas party, you know. Okay. And. And uh, so we just kind of tie it together. Um, mm-hmm. out, of, out of our family, we have the biggest house, so we always, any party that's ever held is held here, Christmas dinner, Thanksgiving dinner, yeah. you know, whatever. That's so, so cool. we, we kind of combine it. Um, but then when everybody leaves, you know, we do our own thing. And um, it's kind of our special. Right special celebration well that's cool how you like balance it out for them so they can still have the you know the commercial version they can do the christmas thing and still feel involved in like what everybody else is doing but they also have like the secret part of christmas that you know for me that's what i feel like yule is that special part of 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 christmas that i it's mine (laughs) like that's you know it's my special time that i i hold for for myself during that season and you know we do too we we do the in-laws and we go to to do christmas dinner and all that stuff and they do the presents and all that but we still burn uh, a yule log and i observe you know my witchy holiday um after everything kind of like you guys do and i find that you know it's a cool balance it lets you kind of still be involved and not feel like 
I'm excluded from from Christmas, um, but I don't have to involve them in my practice and have them all over my back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's that's kind of how it works here. Do so. Um, another thing I had. So like when you're when you're exploring your own um, spirituality with a whole family of pagans, um, to me, I think I find it fascinating because paganism and our path in general leads a lot for exploration and what resonates with you and do your boys how do you give that to your boys do you give that in books or do they go online or do you guys have like um i don't know fireside chats about it like how do they learn i guess is what i'm getting at um chatting about it mainly um and and that's only when you know because 9 and 11 they most of the time, really don't care. Right. Sometimes, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, yeah. And that's what it is. Uh, you know, if you hold a party, uh-huh. they're, they're, going, they're going to enjoy it. Oh, hell yeah. Be, no matter what you're celebrating. <laughs> oh, yeah, for sure. That is so cool. So, as so you said, Carrie, you were kind of just exploring your um, spiritual beliefs and all your roots and stuff. Do you, so who, who, who started it? So, did, your husband become or interested in paganism first or and did you kind of learn from him or did you start and he learned from you he started i mean it's kind of been introduced throughout my life it's just been you know the whole unknown scared didn't understand it kind of just blocked it out but then i started seeing what he was doing and i was getting more understanding and Uh so now i'm just kind of figuring out where i fit in I think that's really cool. I like that that a couple can explore a new spirituality without limits. It seems like, you know, you're allowed to do whatever you want and, and also be connected to him with your with your spirituality and, and the same for him. And I think for me, that's what's special about kind of this path is that my husband may not be on the same path and I'm allowed to explore and be who I want to be and I can involve him in in my path if I want to or if he wants to but it's not like a it's not set in stone and I think the the fluidity of this spiritual path is what drew me to it in the first place I think there's nothing set in stone and I love that yeah that's a lot of what brought me I I say back to paganism like I said when I was a child you know, going to sweat ceremonies and that you didn't have a label for it. And uh-huh. that was, that was, lovely, you know, and so, um, then when we moved back to the Scotts Bluff area, mm-hmm. um, we, we tried the whole church thing. I actually taught Sunday school for a short time. Uh-huh. And the reason I got out of it was because, you know, there were there were a couple reasons, and I don't like bashing on other religions. And you know, there's there's bad apples in in every religion. Oh, absolutely. Um, and uh, but I didn't feel right. You know, if if a child was going to be a child, I didn't feel right saying, "Hey, if you do that, you know, and and you don't repent, then you're going to the scary place." Right. You know, yup. I, I didn't feel comfortable doing that, so that's when I kind of stepped back and I said, you know what, I need to go back to back to uh, what I did when I was a child because that's that's where I 
felt closest to my guides and the deities right. and, you know, not, not sitting in a pew. Absolutely. So I want to go back to your, like, earlier days. So when you talk about going back, you know, you mentioned a little bit ago about being in, like, a sweat lodge. So does your does your spirituality have Native American roots? Is that where it kind of started? Yes. Um, I'm an enrolled member with the Choctaw Nation of Oklahoma. Oh, wow. Um, but I was raised um, northern Nebraska Panhandle and southern South Dakota. Okay. So, um, and uh, my stepdad, he's an enrolled member of Pine Ridge okay. um, Reservation, and he kind of opened it up in the beginning to going to sweat lodges and, and stuff, and then he passed away. Mm -hmm. And uh, we moved further north into South Dakota. And, you know, I I believe everybody crosses paths for a reason. Oh, for sure. And met a friend of mine there in South Dakota. We're still friends. And his grandfather was a pretty well-known medicine man. Ooh. And had a sweat lodge there in Hill City. Mm Mm-hmm. And... uh, so I started going with him, and uh, you know, as a as a child about my boys' age, um, you start going and you you tend the fire, and that was a big job, you know, mm-hmm. because you couldn't have the sweat lodge without the fire, and yeah, so you know, it was a powerful job. Um, that is so cool. And then started sweating from there, and um, then years down the road, meeting more people and. I love that it's it's all a spiral. <laughs> yep. Yep. It really, really is. I think that's really cool that you, you know, are going back to something that you were taught before. Before we get, I think when we're young, like your boys' age, it feels so innocent. They're able to take in experiences and enjoy them. And then, you know, we get a little older and we start getting jaded and life happens and steps in and kind of pushes you all over the place. And I think... Like, especially for me, I'm kind of the same way. Like, I didn't start out that way. Um, I I touched on paganism a little bit when I was in high school. And then life got in the way. And I came back to it. And it feels so much like home. And I think, I don't know, there's something really cool about going back to something that you had when you were a child. It it makes me feel like I went full circle and I've completed it and it feels good. Absolutely. I, I agree 100% there, yeah. So, so what do you guys do as a couple? So do you do, so I, I'm solitary. So when I go in for a full moon ritual or new moon or any kind, a, a Sabbath, for me, it's always, I'm always by myself. I get, it's quiet. I meditate. Um, and I've always wondered what it's like to be able to do that with somebody else. Do you guys have specific roles you take on? Um, and how does that, just kind of talk about how that works for you guys. Um. 
we really just just roll with it. Go with it. <laughs> yep, whatever. We're kind of solitary together. Yeah. Well, that makes sense. And we, we kind of do our own thing together. Do you? So, you know, if, if we're doing a ritual on the salad or, you know, any other Sabbath. Yeah. We, we kind of just roll with it. We try, we try to try new things, and if it feels comfortable, we'll do it again, and if it, if it doesn't, then... You know, mm-hmm. and we can say we tried it. And, right. Um, it, That's pretty cool. I love that you guys are able to share it and try different things and not feel pressured. Like it doesn't, when you're talking about it, it doesn't feel like you put any pressure on each each other to make it a certain way. You just kind of like, all right, let's try this. <laughs> and And if it works, it works. If it doesn't, it doesn't. I think that's very, very cool that you're able to do that as a couple, as a, as a married couple and share that and then still have the freedom to go, okay, let's experiment with something else. I think that's really cool. Yeah. You know, and I guess as far as roles in it, we, we do kind of bring our own our own thing to it. Like I said, I follow more of the green kitchery, uh, kitchery, uh-huh. kitchen witchery. Right. And uh, so I do a lot of herb, herb magic. Mm-hmm. And... And Carrie does more astrology, so we kind Ooh. of tie it in together, and right. you know, so you know, depending on you know what, if we're in retrograde or mm-hmm. you know whatever, we kind of help each other out that way. She lets me know know why I'm feeling the way I am, and I say, <laughs> okay, well, here's some here's some herbs that'll help. <laughs> yeah. That is so cool, very very cool. I love that you're able to live your life like. For me, I have to separate. I have to, I mean, and I think everybody that lives this path has to have, you know, your muggle life and in your magical life. And I feel like um, because you involve your family, you get to have a little more of your magical life in your muggle life. And I, I, I think that's really, really cool and special that you're able to do that. Like here, they let me do whatever I want, but they're not involved in it. And so my magical life is usually confined to my she shed where all my crap's at. <laughs> Like that's that's where I do all of that. I don't really do much of it in the house with with them, um, so it's all stuck in there. Um, I do have like crystals and shit all over this house, but <laughs> my my working altar is is in a private spot where I just do my own thing. So I think it's so cool. I'm fascinated that you're able to live this way in the Midwest for one, and in a town that's predominantly Christian. You know, I think that's really really cool. You know, and, and there's some positives and negatives to, you know, being so secluded. Oh, when, yeah. When practicing something that's uh, not mainstream. Um, mm-hmm. You know, you you listen to um, YouTube witches or whatever, and they, they talk about uh, trying out this coven because the last one didn't work. And it's right. Like, wow, you have options. I know. <laughs> I Yes. I have always dreamed, like, I, especially when I was younger, and the older I get, the more I'm like, eh. But the, when I, especially when I was younger, I thought it would be the coolest thing to be in a coven surrounded by people that, you know, get it, I think. And still, I would, I would jump at the opportunity to be able to do that. But like you said, here, it's not like we can do that. And I swear if I like had a circle of witches out here, you know, around a bonfire, we'd probably get arrested for something. I don't know what they would call it, but <laughs> but yeah. it would be probably yeah. a big deal. So, so yeah. I think it, like you said, I think 
it's cool being secluded because, you know, we can do our own thing and I'm not, I see some, like you said, some of the YouTube witches and some of the other people I watch on social media, they're affected by their coven. Their beliefs are affected by their coven because you can't help, it's organized. Um, And we have the freedom to do whatever the hell we want because we're not attached to one. So, like you said, good and bad. (laughs) Yeah. I like that. So do you guys, so I did an episode a couple weeks ago, maybe it was last week, no, a couple weeks ago, about wearing a pentagram or a pentacle on your persons and how that affects the way people see you. Because it's got a really bad rap that's, that because of movies and, you know, satanic scare and all that stuff. Um, and I have one that I wear per- periodically that I got just last month. Do you guys wear any kind of symbols of your faith on the outside of your clothing? Um. You want to answer that first? Yeah, I don't like to leave the house without. I have a pentagram and a amethyst. Mm-hmm. And just maybe, I think it was maybe three, four weeks ago, somebody commented on it, and it's like, well, I guess I'm just going to come out of the broom club. You know, this is my protection. I'm, you know, I'm a witch, and she was so excited because really? she was a witch too. Oh my gosh! And I was like, oh, that could have been. So many <laughs> oh my gosh! I bet you were. I would have been excited, like so excited. Yeah, I called him as soon as I got out. I was like, I just met another witch. Oh my gosh, that is so cool. I I've only had a couple times when I've when I'm able to to do that kind of thing, and every time I'm like, I just want to make you my best friend and take you home. <laughs> like, like yeah, I'm so yeah. excited. <laughs> So, so excited. Exactly. Oh my gosh. So, so do you wear yours on the outside? Yes, um, unless I'm at work, because, you know, it just, it, it's easier that way. Yeah, you know, there's laws to protect against the discrimination and stuff, but yeah. uh, it just makes it easier, but all of my employees know who you are. Who I am. That's cool. So yep. They just, it's kind of out, of out of respect. They don't wear big crosses either, so. Right. Oh, well, that's just, cool. They just don't include it, but, mm-hmm. uh. You know, um, yeah, I do. I wear mine every, you know, out of, out of my shirt everywhere else I go. So. Right. And I'm kind of the same way. Like, if I go to Maddie's school, because I know they already have an issue with it, I will put it in underneath my, in you know, in my shirt. So they don't have to see it. So Maddie doesn't have to deal with it. So I'm kind of the same way. In certain places, if I'm just out and about, and I'm not necessarily here doing things in the community, um, I'll wear it wherever I, you know, outside my clothing, but I'm kind of a, you become kind of hyper aware of what the, ra- what reaction it could cause. So I think I'm kind uh-huh. of the same way. It was like, sometimes it's out, sometimes it's in. <laughs> he has to tell me sometimes, you know, cover it. It's like, or she's, you know, I don't think about it. And it's like, right. like well, whatever, this is, this is who I am. And yeah. And that's, so I'm a state mom, so. That's pretty cool, Nobody though. Right. Yeah. No, I think that's really, really cool that you're able to. And and I I want, it would be so cool. Like, my, my, like, someday dream would be to be able to do that here. Like, walk into the school with my pentagram out and have nobody say a damn thing about it or have it affect my daughter. But the reality of it is, right now, it definitely does. And... And yeah. it's it's like a fine line between being authentic to myself and protecting my daughter. Yeah. So, so I think 
I think everybody, even if you're not a witch or a pagan, I think if you come out to this side of, especially in this town, if you came in and you were a Buddhist, I think people look at you probably the same way. Ooh, you're weird, you're different. So, um... I'm hoping, like, like, people like you, your family, um, the more people have to deal with us <laughs> and see us, it's kind of like just, it's, you know, desensitization to, to different. You know, the more we're out there doing our thing and they have to see it, the less they eventually react, hopefully. <laughs> yeah. And I, I think it's so cool that you guys are doing that because you're part of, of the solution. You know, I'm not trying to convert everybody to be a witch. I just want to convert everybody to being tolerant and respectful, <laughs> you yeah. know? Yep. Well, coexist is, is, is a must. Yes. And, and that's one thing we, we teach our boys. Don't ever bash anybody for, for right. their beliefs. Yes. You know, because that's that's their right for one and for mm-hmm. two it, if it makes them happy and a better human being yes let them do it let them do it absolutely and, uh, you know w- one way we're kind of just forcing ourselves out, <laughs> out into the community <laughs> yeah and, um one of my past jobs was setting up events and cooking for these events uh-huh. so now we're doing it in our community and so you know they're gonna have to face us, right? And we're not we're not going anywhere. Yeah. And and I think most of the neighbors are are uh, open to that, but there's some that aren't, aren't happy about it. Right. <laughs> but uh, we're uh, like um, this coming what couple weeks from now, I guess we're doing a harvest festival and and showing that pagans are good people. You know, right. we're not. And so we did a pumpkin patch this year, and we actually made it through two major hailstorms. And wow. now we're donating donating all of the pumpkins to the or the funds raised from selling pumpkins at the harvest festival. Mm-hmm. All of those funds are going to the Children's Miracle Network. Oh, that's so, so cool! We're you know we're we're showing them that you know hey we're here mm-hmm. we do good right. We're, uh, you know, we help the community out. Mm-hmm. And, and I think that's such a cool thing that you're doing. You're you're showing them that yeah, we can provide value too. We're not just the weird people at the end of the block. Like we can do good things for the community. Doesn't matter what we believe in. We still want to help one another. And I think you're setting an amazing example. Um, and it, they can't help but eventually just go, okay, you do you, and I'll do me, and and we'll all be you know coexist you know, peacefully. And I think, um, having, having you guys do that in the town you're in is, is such a cool thing. And I want to thank you for, for being brave. Cause honestly it is, you got to be brave in order to be different out here. Um, yeah. definitely. Um, it's, yeah. so p- give yourselves a little pat on the back for that. And, and for raising your kids, because your kids are going to be way ahead of the curve. They're going to be, you know, tolerant and respectful and um open-minded and i think there needs to be more kids like that that are like oh cool you believe in that awesome i believe in this and and now let's go play gi joes <laughs> you know yep. Yep. <laughs> you know and, and just this past winter when we had the major blizzard come through mm-hmm. that was a big teaching moment for the boys because you know they were questioning why you know i'm i'm 
one of the few people in town that have a tractor with a blade on it. Right. And they were kind of curious as to why I was over plowing the church's parking lot. Yeah. When we don't, when we don't go there. You know? <laughs> it doesn't matter if we go there. You right. Know? It, it, we need to help people out where we can help out. Absolutely. And so. That's so cool. Yeah. That's you're leading a very great example for them and I just there needs to be more like no matter what we believe in I think there just needs to be more of that. <laughs> that kind of example will make our world such a more loving, peaceful place and you guys are one of the the pieces in the puzzle. So, um I wanted to share with everybody what it's like to be a pagan family out here in the middle of nowhere in predominantly Christian. People talk about the Bible Belt and living in the Bible Belt when you're a when you're a pagan or um, or anything else. And it's just as tough up here. I, and people don't, I don't think they really realize how secluded and how Christian things are here. Um, but it's just as hard. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't know about you. Like, we live in a town, I don't know, like 300 people are here-ish. And I think we counted seven churches. So, yeah, there's, I mean, it's very, it's, I call it churchy. It's very churchy here (laughs) and that's okay. Um, but it makes you stick out like a sore thumb. And, um, I think people, people like us are a good example for others. And that's what I try. It's very hard. Sometimes my ego gets the best of me and I get really pissed off and I want to yell and, you know, get mad at people for being mean to, to my daughter because of me or, calling me crazy because of what I do. And it does piss me off, <laughs> but I try to swallow it and be as nice as I can to everybody so that they can see that I'm different. I'm odd. I'm weird, whatever I am, but I'm not mean by any means. I'm kind. Yep. Yep. That's what made it, you know, so easy coming out of the broom closet to my family. They already knew I was weird. (laughs) I've got skulls of several different animals, and I've got, you know, the Halloween decorations never get put away. Right. (laughs) That's how I decorate my house. (laughs) Yep. You know, this is the best time of year to go get decorations. Yep. So my, my family always knew I was weird, but, uh, right. you know, it, it was a good learning curve for them, too, you know? Oh, but, I bet. Hey, we're not, we're not evil people. We don't, nope. you yeah. know, we don't worship the devil. We can mess things up on our own. We don't, we don't need help. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So do you see your boys, um, do you think that they'll follow the same path? Like, once they get, I get their kids, they're going to want to just do kid stuff for a while. But do you see them maybe following the same paths once they get a little older and interested in spirituality? Um, our oldest has really embraced it. I I see him. My youngest, he just kind of just follows along. I'm not yeah. sure where he, where he lies in the whole thing. He just, I don't know, every once in a while I'll come up here and... Lady Grave Dancer is like their favorite YouTuber, and they were so excited when her videos came back on. And, Aww. Or they'll listen to that song, I am pagan. Yeah. And I'm proud <laughs> dreaming it through the house. Oh my gosh, so. that sounds so cool. That sounds cool. I just want to go to your house and make big night margaritas now. <laughs> that's, what <it's, laughs> that's what it sounds like. <laughs> that is so cool. Well, I, I, 
I'm excited to share this with everybody because the family part of being pagan is something that we haven't really talked about a lot. And and I want people to know that it's doable. It sounds scary. Um, and a lot of people, I have gotten emails, hey, you know, I am pagan. My daughter or my husband's pagan. We're afraid to even share this with our kids because we're afraid that it's going to make it too hard for them. Yeah. And... and and that's why I wanted you guys to come on and to tell everybody, yeah, there's going to be drawbacks, but it's totally do- – if you can do that here, then you can do it in a bigger place. Easy. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and the best advice I would have for that is, um, you know, like we said, if you're holding a party, the kids are going to have fun because it's a party. You right. Know? But, but use that as a teaching moment and say, hey, this is why we're celebrating this. And, oh, yeah. You know, get into it and and tell them, you know, whatever you want to practice or whatever path you want to go down, that's your path. Right. That's your choice. This is our path, mm-hmm. you know, and you're welcome to join us on this walk. But if you don't want to, that's fine. Mm-hmm. You, know, you know, we're not going to hold it against you or, you know, and. And that's you know, what we told them, you know, if, if somebody comes up and says, you know, something bad about us or the right. path that we're on, yeah, just tell them, you have your beliefs, we have ours, right. you know, don't cry over it because that's not going to help anything. Use that to teach people. Yeah. You know? Yep. I think that's a beautiful moment to teach them. It's like, that's mm-hmm. very cool. Very cool. Well, did you have anything you want to impart on our listeners uh before we go like as as a as a couple and as and as parents as of pagans do you have anything else you would like to to impart on them i i don't think so just include include the kids in it you know it's, mm-hmm. it's not and don't force it on them and you know just say hey this is what i'm doing would you like to come you know see what what kind of ritual or whatever we're doing and if they don't then they don't yeah. mm-hmm. I love that that's that's good yeah I like to give them the option but I don't want like I never want my family to feel like I'm trying to convert them <laughs> yeah <laughs> but but they're open like if like if you want to go in the she shed and you know do some full moon stuff you're more than welcome to come out there so um yeah but, yeah, I think you guys are a good example. And, like I said, you should be very proud of yourselves as parents and as a married couple to be living your truth and showing your kids that you can live your truth. Even if there's some setbacks, there's still way so many positives to being authentic um, rather than hiding. Um, and I realize some people are going to have to hide for their own personal reasons, and there's nothing that's nothing to be shameful about either but I but I definitely want to commend you for stepping out into your truth and into the public especially in our area (laughs) Um, I've tried to kind of paint a picture of how it is to live here and it's funny one of my friends who's who was an online friend and she'd never been in this area she was she visited us um, a couple weeks ago and we've explained to her we live in a very small town and she got here and she was like oh my god (laughs) like the the um the ruralness the there's no walmart there's no we don't have anything here but a gas station and uh some railroad tracks that's that's it <laughs> um so she had no idea our town has, 
our town has a rock shop, which is cool. That is very I cool. Right yes. And a post office. Yeah. Yep. And see, that is what we have. That is, yeah. And I don't think people realize that we're, we are that um, separate from mainstream, you know, social stuff. So, um, mm-hmm. you being you is very special. And I, again, I just want to say thank you for being one of those people that I feel like you're like, you know, the torchbearer out there going, all right, I'm going to blaze a trail for everybody, you know, behind me that would like to follow and do their own thing and not be ashamed or scared of doing that in this area. So you guys are yeah. awesome. Well, thank you. Cool. Well, I want to thank you so much. Seriously, thank you for coming on. Thank you for sharing um, your family with with everybody and 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 talking about it on on air. I know that's kind of scary to come out and do that sometimes, but thank you for doing that for us. No problem. I hope it took him quite a bit of convincing on, to forgive me up here. But... <laughs> well, well, I'm glad he did. I'm glad he did. I definitely wanted to to have a couple because I've never had, I've in my experience here in this area, I've never met another couple that practice together. So um, when I first met you guys, I was like, that is the coolest couple I've ever met. <laughs> So, so I've always had like this fascination with how you, um, how you are and, and how, how this all works for you. So thank you for enlightening all of us. (laughs) No problem. And thank you. Cool. Cool. Again, thank you so much for coming on air and sharing your experiences with the rest of us. We really, really appreciate it. As always, you can get a hold of me on Instagram at Witchy Woman Podcast, on Twitter, Danae underscore sweet underscore. I promise I'm getting better at that platform. Um, you can email me, witchywomanpodcast at gmail.com. You can join our Facebook group called Witchy Woman Friends. It's a closed group, so if anybody um, is inside the broom closet still and you don't want your friends to see what you're posting this is a safe group nobody will see what you post in there just click to join you can also go to our facebook page witchy woman podcast hit like that is where i'm going to keep you updated on all episodes or any kind of major announcements i post there first um and also um i know i spoke about it in the beginning of this but if you would like to become a patreon supporter Head over to uh, patreon.com slash witchywomanpodcast and click on any of the tiers. If you choose any of the tiers, 1, 5, or 10, that gets you into the the WW Coven. And then tiers with the $5, tiers with the $10 also gets you different um, compounding benefits. So check that out. And thank you so much to all of the three new uh, sponsors for the Patreon groups. I really, really appreciate all of you. So thank you. And I guess until next time, stay witchy. Bye-bye.